Blog Talk Radio.
Welcome, everybody, to Journey into the Light Spiritual Radio. We are live here broadcasting a brand new guest that I'm very excited to bring on to the show, who's going to be here weekly here at this time on Tuesdays, 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time, Elizabeth Princeton. And she's going to be taking your calls for, she's a holistic life coach, and she's going to come on in just half a second and explain everything of who she is, what she does. But I want to let you guys know, call in. Any issues you have, any problems you may be dealing with, she's an amazing life coach. You know, if you're dealing with depression, sad, lonely, you, you've been frustrated over problems that you feel like will never go away and your life will never change, well, you know, Elizabeth has been through a lot, and she will tell you that, yes, you can live a very productive, happy life. And um, so call into the show. Speak to Elizabeth uh, this hour, 347-884-8245 is the phone number to call into the show here on the radio network. Um, and... Uh, Elizabeth, I just want to say one thing out there real quick to you is I know you're live on Facebook, guys. She's live. Uh, If you could make sure your settings on Facebook are public, not private, so this way more people will see your uh, video. Um, um, Anyway, if you could just double-check that. And I just want to say um, all of um, Elizabeth's contact information is listed right here on the show page, guys, okay? So we do have the website, uh, Facebook link, um, and a large uh, – that will take you to everything, a large bio there on the page. So, again, the number to call in to speak to Elizabeth, 347-884-8245. You can catch her stream either on her page, on her um, business page, um, Elizabeth Princeton, and, or you can catch it on my page as well. I have shared it out and share into groups as we talk. So let's bring on our guest and Elizabeth to the show. Welcome, Elizabeth. Glad to have you here. Thank you, Michael. It's a pleasure to work with you, to be on radio with you. I think we've been trying to manifest this for how many months now? (laughs) (laughs) A few. A few, huh? It's amazing how God works. So um, I appreciate your patience, and I'm delighted to be here to see um, how God will truly use the show, the show, um, to help people heal their lives. 
Yeah, yeah, we definitely want people to call in any issues they're dealing with. Um, but uh, it's really great when you first come out, Elizabeth. So um, share to the audience uh, to let people know who you are, what you do, anything you want to put out there. Well, my name is Elizabeth Princeton, and I'm a captivating and inspiring holistic life coach and speaker. And I spell holistic differently than what most people spell holistic. I do it with a W. And I do it with a W for a reason, because whole is spelled W-H-O-L-E, a whole person, a whole pie. If you spell it H-O-L-E, it's a hole, like a hole in the ground. And so I like to use my words in such a manner which manifests and exemplify exactly what I'm trying to portray and who I am. So I deal with the whole person. I break down body, mind, and spirit into 10 categories because I truly believe from my own story and from the mentors I've had in my life since I was 14 years old that the body doesn't lie and you can hear your life and break down the body, mind, and spirit into 10 categories to find out what's not working in someone's life, to find out where the breakdown is so that they can come completion with that and move forward in their life. Care off the market today, people don't realize that 75 to 90% of all health-related elements in the doctor's office are stress-related. And the way our society is going, we live off this little gadget right here and social media, and we're becoming more disconnected from ourselves, from society, from others, from Christ. And in doing so, we're beginning to become frantic and out of control. And it's only when we go back to the basics and truly just be in a space of listening and of silence and looking at our own lives instead of waging wars and badgering others that we truly become whole and complete in order to live out the person that Christ created us to be. So that's truly what I am all about. I, as a child, I knew I wanted to be one thing, and I think I have a calendar back here that shows it, um, and I'll show it as we're on live right now. I had someone bring this up for me the other day, Wonder Woman, and um, I just truly want to save the world. And... Uh, help people live an empowered life on purpose to where when they're 80 years old and they're looking back, they have no regrets and they live their life in such a way that honored themselves, the creator and those around them. That's truly what I'm all about. That's what I do. I help people heal their lives, whether it's relationships, whether it's their occupation, whether it's their financial, whether it's they don't have the knowledge in order to put the pieces together. I give people tools to use in every area of their life. 
So that's who I am. That's the well, I comment there. It's hard to find someone who will talk like old school on the phone texting. It's so overrated. Yeah, we're becoming disconnected through text, and we make assumptions through text, and and we make assumptions. Period. Um, and assumptions get in the way of love. So Andrea wrote in, said, hi, how are you? Beautiful, thank you. Thank you so much for coming in live. You had a question, Michael? I was going to comment just on uh, Edward's comment, too. I so agree that, you know, this texting uh, world we live in is is so – it's adding, I think, you know, to the ills of what we're dealing with. We don't talk to each other anymore. We, we, you know, there's no conversations at dinner tables anymore. We, we, you know, we're texting. We're not talking. It's hard to get someone even to have a phone call with you. Um, <laughs> and what do you think that's doing for our children? Mm-hmm. And we wonder yeah, why exactly. we have a problem with teens. Because, you know, I remember raising my, my boys in my home, and my <laughs> youngest, he's a computer whiz, and he'd have friends over, and he'd be sitting at one end of the couch, and his friends would be on the other end of the couch. And I said, y'all need to go outside. And they go, uh, why? And I said, well, because you guys need to go play, go have fun. We go, we're having fun. We guys aren't even talking. Yes, we are. And they were talking, you know, right there on each other's computers, back and forth to each other. And I just went, what? No, out, go out. So I want to say hi to Dawn who joined us. I want to say hi to Courtney from Costa Rica. Blessings. Oh, um, I don't know how to say your name. If it says Sinan, thank you um, for your beautiful comment and just know it's Christ in me. Truly am blessed. It's an honor to have you on. So for my own story, Michael, you know, I reversed multiple sclerosis 21 years ago, and that started me on a holistic path and a holistic lifestyle. Um, You know, even as I'm on right now live with you, even though it says coffee bean inside is warm water with lemon and cayenne pepper, I've been doing that for 21 years. So, um, In order to truly serve and really want to be used to the fullest potential, um, there are requirements um, if you truly want to live a life to fulfill your purpose and your calling. So, um, phrase you are or what you eat, what you think about is what you create. You know, those are also so important in regards to, you know, living a life. But yeah, cell phone right here. From a holistic standpoint, even just the energy around you from a telephone can cause health issues. It depends on the person. And it depends on um, the cells in the body and what's going on. This right here can cause bad diseases. It's amazing. Dave Rather, hi, my dear friend. I love you dearly. Welcome. So long says, if you can't call in, then please ask your questions here to Elizabeth Princeton. And I'm trying to get all the feeds here. 
This is a new setup, y'all. So, so I mean, Elizabeth, personally, I think. What? Go ahead. No, I'm just gonna. I'm sorry. I'm just gonna ask. Um, where were you born? Where were you raised? I'm trying to get your accent in here. Were you um down here in the <laughs> south? <laughs> I Oklahoma. am. <laughs> well, I, I live in Oklahoma. <laughs> I have a girlfriend that's there, actually, from where I'm from. I'm actually, um, well, if you'd like, I'll share with you my, my upbringing real quick. Would you like for me to do that? Yeah, that'd be great. Okay, so um, I was born in um, in Maryland, and um, I was there until fourth grade. I've been to a Christian education my whole life. And um, I have been blessed with the most um, amazing mentors in education. My father gave up his retirement education. And um, there's a school back south that I went to that has, because uh, we moved from there to South Carolina, to go specifically to a school that has the number one arts museum in all of North America. So I was raised to be a concert pianist and a performer, uh, opera singer. And um, I'm an artist. I love to create. Um, I'm a nerd. And uh, my best activities are, of course, exercise. I am a certified trainer for life. I'm also a nutritionist. And, um, but the biggest thing that people know me for is a relationship expert. As um, in junior high and high school, my teachers began to give me kids to work with who were having difficulties in school and were getting what we call demerits. And um, discovered I have a gift for people. And my whole life I've heard things like, I can't believe I told you that. And that's where one of my brands came out um, eight years ago, which is Divorced and Dating. And the reason why it came out is because I am divorced. And I remarried my ex-husband, um, so I've been married twice. I don't know if you consider that once or twice, but um, been involved in the church my whole life. Used to do marriage and family groups, have a counseling background. Um, I've worked with those that are sex addicts, um, sexually abused victims. I've worked with the suicide hotline, done marriage and family groups. I do marriage and family groups. I help those that are married, having difficulties in their relationships. I deal with those who are single, um, and especially those that are single going through a divorce, where the divorce was finalized and they're three years out. Um, I understand that, um, especially in regards to divorce. Some divorces can be extremely um, not so pleasant, um, as mine was, and so I love to just help people attempt to walk through a process with integrity and honor in the midst of insanity. And um, so, but I am a Southern Belle. My family was actually involved in government. My mother worked at the Library of Congress. My great-grandfather worked at the, uh, at the Supreme Court. And my grandparents worked at the White House. And believe it or not, Michael, I was raised to be a president's wife or a senator's wife. 
but I never wanted that lifestyle. And um, I knew that as a child I was just so, um, so that's my journey. What brought me to the West Coast was a, a scholarship. So that's why I ended up on the West Coast. But well, I do miss my upbringing. Well, beautiful. I don't mean to interrupt, but let's. Uh, we have a caller on the line for you here, Elizabeth. So let's see who they. Uh, let's bring them on. Um, Annette from Boston. Welcome to the show. Hello. Hi, Annette from Boston. Hi. How are you? I'm. I'm wonderful. Good. It's great to have you call in. And what yes. are you calling in for today? Well, I'm I'm having um, some issues um, in regards to my self worth and my attractiveness and beauty and um, physicalness as a woman. Um, it, it's triggering um, some things that have that had um, happened within my family of feeling um, abandoned and neglected and always felt that I needed to um, fight for my mother's attention, even though she she never talked to me or even really noticed me at all. And I find myself um, now, actually, um, I was involved, I wouldn't say involved, but um, attracted to someone that I thought we were attracted to each other, which we were. And like my family history, Um, someone who um, has captured his attention and it's triggering some things within me. Okay. And what is it triggering for you? The abandonment? The abandonment and not good enough. It's like maybe if I dress sexy like she dressed, maybe if I was more physically out there, um, Mm -hmm. more in his face, um, here I am. Um, How far away does he live from you? We actually, we're, we work together. We're in the same office. Okay. And the way that she dresses, mm-hmm. Annette, um, mm-hmm. is it being a woman that has worth and value, or is it one of seduction? One of seduction. Okay. Um, do you want to dress as a woman of seduction? You know, I, I want to say something to you. Um, I, oh, yeah. give her, I, I, I give her kudos. I okay. actually give her kudos that she can dress in that way. And, I mean, yesterday it was her, her breasts, her, I don't know, can I say nipples? Can I say that? Go ahead. Her nipples were coming through her shirt. I mean, it's, it's, I mean, it's like, this is me. This is, I mean, I want everybody to see me, and they all do. And it's, mm. I, again, I look at her, and I'm like, you know what? I cannot hate her for this. She can do that. Mm. I admire that. Okay, and why do you admire that? Because she doesn't care. She does not care. Does not care. The shorter the dress, the higher the shoes, she has her sight set on this man, and she's going to get it. Okay. And it's like, I can't hate her for it. Part of you that feels like that 
if you felt like you had self-worth and felt like you were attractive enough and beautiful enough, you would actually want to dress in a way that objectifies you to where Mm -hmm. men actually would view you with eyes that you're easy and you're slutty and you're hoish. Wow. 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 God, you are not playing. (laughs) You are not playing. Um, Why would I? And that gave me chill bumps as I said that, so I know that to be true. So where you have a self-worth bit, um, feelings of inadequacy and self-worth, know that she does too, because otherwise she wouldn't need to present herself in such a way where she's objectified. But she doesn't care. It's like she doesn't care. I mean, she zeroes mm-hmm. in. Because I'm aware of it, she zeroes in, has captured his attention, and mm-hmm. it's like that's yeah. She's and how many get, other men does she do that with? I'm assuming with all of them. I mean, she, she turns her heads. I wouldn't. I'm not gonna lie. She turns her head by the way she dresses, and it's. Mm-hmm. I mean, we had a we had a company picnic, a company barbecue, and mm-hmm. um, we had it inside. And it was barbecue, beans, everything, hot dogs, hamburgers. I mean, it was everything. It was great. It was a day which we could dress down. Oh no, she came into the she came to that picnic <laughs> with six inch stiletto heels, a white sundress, a, a knit sundress that was very low cut, hair all dolled mm-hmm. up, makeup, and she's like, mm-hmm. "I'm trying to get somebody." And who'd you take home that night? Who she took home? I have no idea. She probably took. She probably took him home. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. I don't. I so don't know. What, what? What's that? What? What? What that is called is um, someone who also doesn't have self worth and attractiveness, and is using her body to get mm-hmm. it in such a way to where she objectifies herself and allows herself to be objectified and used by men. And what she's doing is rotating pairs and having spares. And a man mm. of true worth and true value mm-hmm. is not going to be attractive. Mm. Because mm. a man of true worth and true value, yes. she would not be on his radar. Mm. So in regards to the guy that you like, mm-hmm. what, what's your ultimate goal? for? Because you're single, I'm assuming. Yes, yes. Okay. And have you been married before? Yes. Okay. How long have you been divorced now? Oh, oh my God. I'm say probably about 10, 7, 8, 9, 10, maybe a little bit more than uh, 10, 10 years. years. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, you know, my brain is divorced and dating, and this is right up my alley. I love talking to people who are divorced <laughs> and dating. So I, Annette, one of them wanted to thank you for the courageousness to call in, because I know it's yes. courageous. Well, thank, and, thank you for being um, open of show. This is exactly what I needed. So thank you, Michael. This is exactly what I needed to hear because I need help with this. I really need help with this as to why am I admiring this? I mean, it's like, hey, girl, you can get what I can't get, so more power to you. I mean, well, I'm saying that now that I'm away from her. <laughs> you what? I can say that now that she's not in my face, that she's in my – because she's in, she's in your face. I mean, 
it's like her breasts are like always in my face. Her ass is always in my face. How sad, though. Like, what's that? How sad. If you think about it, how sad. It's always. It's like, true, every time I turn around, a true it's, woman of value, a true woman, woman that has value and worth in themselves would totally be disgusted with a woman like that in their surroundings. And a man that has worth and value would not give her the time of day. Mm-hmm. The only type of man that's going to give her the type of day mm-hmm. is a man that's going to treat her sheepishly and is not mm-hmm. going to look at her as marriage material. So, wow. Annette, do you want to, you want to get married again? Yes, I do. I do. Okay. Somewhere along the line, I do. But first, I like to date. Okay. <laughs> You first like to date. Okay, when was the last time you went on a date? Oh, my gosh. I can't remember. It's been that long. Because after I divorced, I actually went into, like, a shell for about, okay. oh, gosh, for about, yeah, the length of, yeah, for about 10 years. For, oh, so you've been in a shell for 10 years? For about 10, there was someone, no, wait a minute, there was someone that I was involved with, but it was, it lasted for maybe about a year, but it was just, it was just that. It was. It was just. Okay, that. so you allowed yourself to be objectified, also, then. Yeah, it was just sex. That's that's. But I wanted sex. something more. We did go out. Okay. We did go out, and we were sexually involved. But that was, oh my gosh, that was again probably over eight years ago. And after him, I'm like, you know what? No, I can't. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. This doesn't work for okay. me. Okay. Just doesn't work for me. It doesn't work for my soul. So what would work for your soul in a perfect world mm-hmm. if you de- could, could declare anything that you wanted, mm-hmm. anything, and just take it out of the universe and say, this is who I want to be, mm-hmm. and this is what type of man I want? Do you mm-hmm. know what that looks like? Yeah, I do. I do. I do. Okay. Have you, have you written it down? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And the mm-hmm. type of woman that you want to be, mm-hmm. do you say in the mirror every day, have you looked in the mirror to say, I love you, Annette? You are yes, I'm starting to. Yes. Okay. That's yes. where it starts. You look yes. in the mirror and you say, I love you. You are perfectly complete just as you are and mm. just as you are not. Wow. Your wow. temp your body is a temple. Mm. Goddesses do not walk around with their nipples showing and their asses in men's faces. That's true. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Yeah. So that's 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 very oh God, that's that's very, very true. So your attractiveness and self worth. Right? Mm. Yes. Goes back to issues from the past. Mm. Correct? Yes. So it's when you begin to work through those issues mm. and begin to look at, and I don't know if you want to begin to do that live or not, but begin to I would look love at. To. I'm not ashamed. <laughs> no, I am not ashamed. There's no shame in my game. Trust me. Nobody There's can no see shame me. shame in your game. Okay. <laughs> Nobody can see I me. Lo- Nobody I can love see me. You. <laughs> okay. I need to so, get this yeah. out of me. <laughs> this 
this is not pleasant. What is your relationship like with your father? I know nothing about my dad. Absolutely nothing. Okay. I know that I look like him. Okay. Okay. So then who raised you? Who was the male figure that raised you? It was my mother. Okay. Your mother did both. Okay. Mm -hmm. And did your mother date? Yes, she did. And what were the men like to you that she dated when they were around you? They were nice to us, but they were not nice to my mother. And how were they not nice to your mother? Um, They physically and emotionally abused her, treated her like crap. Okay. And what did that do for you internally as a little girl watching men not treat your mother in a way that was cherishing Mm. and honoring? It made me actually afraid of them not trusting of them. And how has that rolled over into who you are today with men? Oh, gosh. Um, don't trust them. Um, to, to a point, I, I don't, I mean, even with, with my, it's interesting, even with my husband, um, my ex-husband, just, you know, again, it was that feeling where I had to, I felt, I felt, that I had to compete with his affection with um, his, his daughter and with his son. Um, so it always okay. made me feel like I was on the outside looking in and that love would not happen for me. It just couldn't, it even happened when I was married for 17 years. It just didn't happen to me. Even after that, it's been a continual cycle and it's always like the prettiest girl you know, the sexiest girl, the girl who was shown it all, was the one that was able to capture um, the attention. The same thing, at, you know, growing up, my siblings were able to catch up, capture my mother's attention. So I just so kind of even stepped as, back. So even as a child, you became mm-hmm. the silent one. Absolutely, right? yes. Mm-hmm. So you're a doormat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And how's that working out for you? It's not working out. It's not working out. And for the first time in my life, I actually walked away from this 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 man, this person, and said, "You know what? This is not working for me. This doesn't work for me." It took me a long time to say you. that. Step away and Wait. say, "You know what? This doesn't work for me. You know, I will not continue to be treated this way." I knew what I was going to lose. I was going to lose the attention which wasn't on me anyway. And I said, you know what? I'm not feeling good about myself. And this is what I was saying to myself. I feel like I don't, I'm, I'm, it's like it just reminded me of something from my past. And it's like, this is familiar to me and it does not feel good. And I'm like, I have to, I'm walking away from this. I'm walking away from it. I don't need this. And what did, what did you gain in doing so? I gained some perspectives. But it also blew up my triggers. Okay. It, it blew up my trigger because now, okay, well, if you're not giving me attention, then I'm going to move my attention to the office, bang, bang. Oh, he did that to you. Oh, yeah. We all work in yeah. the same, we're in the same office, so I'm going to bring my attention. I'm going to ignore you, and I'm going to bring right. my attention to her. And I noticed, I just started to notice things. I never said anything to him. I went about my way, doing my work, doing my job. This is where I make my money. 
peaceful. I don't want anything to disrupt this. And went about my way, and I'm, you know, I, I knew she was just dressing provocative, which she always has the moment she stepped through the door. But then it got a little bit more. Now the shirt become a little bit lower. The perfume became more. The hair became a lot more curly and bouncy, bouncy and the heels became a lot more higher. And right. I knew she was hanging around his desk, and he had nothing to do with me. Mm-mm. Okay. So, so you're being you're actually being triggered because you're actually in a work environment right now that mm-hmm. it actually is sort of hostile towards you. It's. I'm gonna say that again. It's sort of hostile towards you. Mhm. Mhm. So what would it take to get out of that work environment? Another job. It, Okay. And can but you I manifest that? Bring, and can you, yes. Yes. But I don't want okay. to bring that energy. I don't want to bring that kind of energy with me. Mm-hmm. I don't. So what's the learning I, I lesson to, that you learned in this experience? Number one, you don't eat and shit in the same place. Amen to that one, sister. Amen. Okay. Good. That I learned, okay. and I should have. I should have known that. But we were just friends. We were. We were on the, the path of becoming friends. Right. So we haven't even gotten to that point, and then it was it was like you know what if you treat me this way as as a friend, yeah, then this is what you'll do as as a lover, or or as, as a you know I just saw that, and then it's like and I told him I was like we just we need to stay professional, right, and you know in, in the environment, but he it's like in 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 my he thinks that I don't know. It's not out in the open to me, right. but I know. Right. Okay. So number one, you learned. This is a learning lesson. You yes. learned not to do this. Mm-hmm. To where you have a somebody at work that you become involved with. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. I did that twice. Lost my job both times. Okay. Oh, no. Oh, it's all good, darling. It's all good. Forgave them, move on. Trust mm-hmm. me. So you learned that. Now mm-hmm. what you found out is that the aftermath is triggering you, and it's actually not a safe environment for you to be in because no. it's not a loving environment. So mm-hmm. what would it take? So we're going to do baby steps right now. Okay. We need to get you in a space to where your everyday environment is to where you are actually able to flourish and grow because yes. right now mm-hmm. you're not able to do so. Mm-mm. So the Mm-mm. first step is what would it take and how long would it take for you to get to get another job and not repeat the pattern? I'm honestly looking at like the end of this month into November, definitely by the new year. Okay. I want to okay. be out. I don't want this in my in my face. And the thing about it, if he was mature, if he was a mature man, yes. and this is how I see it, then it, it would not have been okay, let me let me let me keep it real to you. If it had been anybody else in the office, any other female in the office, but it was this one. That's okay, honey, because let me tell you what it revealed about him. You don't want him anyway. I don't think you do from what you tell no. me because you mm-hmm. want to get married again, okay? Mm-hmm. He's mm-hmm. not marriage material. He just showed it to you. So you know yeah. what? I think the best thing is, I mean, mm-hmm. if you can sit back and not mm-hmm. take it personal, mm-hmm. thank him. 
Yeah. Thank him. True. He just True. saved you from atrocity. Mm. Yeah. Atrocity. And then what you ha- what I'm really encouraging you to do, Net, mm-hmm. is look at your life and say, okay, what is it about me that attracted a man like that in my space? Yes. Yeah. I didn't feel worthy. I didn't feel that I was worthy of love. I didn't feel that I was worthy of attention. I wouldn't feel I was worthy of affection, and I've always felt this. So this feeling was familiar to me, right? But then somehow something something triggered, and I'm like, this doesn't feel good to me anymore. This does not no. feel good to me anymore. Okay, you've been, so if you the- if you want a relationship, mm-hmm. how do you want to set yourself up to be presentable to a man? Mm-hmm. To attract him to you, to where just your presence and ambiance, walking in a room, captivates mm. the man, where he is caught up, and mm. he can he you are so irresistible, he's going to come over, and ask you for your number. What would wow. that look like? Wow. <laughs> mm. Wow. What would that look like? So let me give you a, let me give you a, can I just okay. throw some stuff out there to you? Please. Do please. you flirt? Do you flirt at all? Yes, I do. And I'm very you, good at it. <laughs> you are good at it. Okay. So how many mm-hmm. numbers, how many guys ask for your numbers in a day? If you were to take five minutes and go to a coffee shop, how many guys do you think would come up and ask for your number with flirting? Five minutes. I would, I would say that most of the men would. Okay. So start doing it. But I need not to do it at And work. don't sleep with any of them. <laughs> don't sleep with any of them. Okay? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Absolutely. But put put yourself out there and start dating to where you can start going, okay, my picker says that's a no go. Mm. Right? Bless yeah. him, love him. No, love him, not like love him, love him. Mm. Bless him. Thank you, but I'm not interested, you know, in you. Yeah. I think you're a great person. You're just not the great person for me. Okay, right. because you never want to castrate a man. Okay, that's true. Um, true, true. You want to empower him to find the relationship mm-hmm. that works for him because he's mm-hmm. a he's a perfect human being just as he is. There's just something about him that doesn't work for you. That's true. Very true. But mm-hmm. go to a, I I teach people go to a coffee shop every day for just five minutes and flirt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Go to your favorite mall, flirt for five minutes. Mm-hmm. And being feminine means you don't go up to the guy and say, "Hey, darling, I like you. What can I get your number?" No, yeah. Mm. yeah, I yeah, I don't do that. I don't. I'm actually kind of shy in a lot of ways, but but I'm am open and and I'm good at it. And the thing about it is that with my flirting, is yeah. that it's a it's a natural part of of me. It really is good. a natural part. It really is a part of me. And so why are um, you dating, girl? Hello. This, I think there's it a. It sounds like you can attract yeah. the flies. Actually, I can't. Actually, I, I, I can't. I really, and it's not because of how I'm. It's not because of the tightness of my pants, or the fact that my breasts are popping out of my shirt. I mean, it's. It, I know it's it's who the beauty of who I am. I just have to learn to look at that and embrace that. Mm-hmm. And not look at and not look at what happened here at work to define no. 
that I'm not sexy or attractive enough. This is his. This is what he. This is what captivated him. Right. That's you know what I mean. Right. right. I'm not going to put myself out there, and where my nipples are coming through my shirt and my pants are so tight that that I can barely zip them, and I, that's her thing. That's obviously what captivates him. Right. But I have to understand that's not that's not me. Okay. So you're embracing who you are in this conversation right now, realizing at the beginning of the conversation you said you wanted to dress like that. Now it sounds like you're truly embracing the reality that you really don't want to dress like that. You want someone to no. value you. Yes, yeah. I want them to value who I am. I want them to see who I am. And in the beginning, I thought that that's what he was valuing about me because I didn't look anything, anything Mm -hmm. like this woman at work, nothing like her at all. Well, that's the beauty of time, darling. Time reveals all. Yes. So as we were talking, then it's like all of a sudden, I I just saw the, the, just this, I mean, I'm saying, okay, now I got it. Now, now I got, now I know why. Got it. I never confronted Okay, so let's get you in a safe space. Yes. Number one, Mm -hmm. next time we talk, because I I do, um, I want to put it out there to you, uh, the possibility. I would love to hear back from you to see how you have manifest um, your heart's desires. So number one is to leave your job and work environment. Mm-hmm. The quicker, the yes. better. Number two, yes. mm-hmm. start flirting five minutes, three times mm-hmm. a week, four times a week. Okay. And just start going out on dates. No okay. hugging, no kissing, no sex. Okay. Absolutely. We're not there. We're just getting acquainted. Mm-hmm. We just want to get to know you. And begin to start dating since in 10 years you've really only had one relationship. Mm-hmm. And get back out there yes. and look at your list that you have in regards to who you are as a woman and what type of a man you want mm-hmm. or you think you want right now. And when you start dating, I can guarantee you that this is going to change a little bit. Yes, yes. Because when you're around different men, they bring out mm-hmm. different qualities in you yes. that touch, move, and inspire you that yes. you lost or forgot yes. about yourself. yes. Right on. Yes. Yes. So your self-worth and your attractiveness, girl, is going to just start skyrocketing as long as you don't compromise you mm-hmm. just to have love in a relationship. Exactly. See, I've learned, I've learned that that doesn't work. And once I get burned from it, I won't go back to it. And what, okay. what seduced me and what really kind of got me, because I thought that this person saw me. It was attracted yeah. to me. Right. So I was it was easy for me to kind of let my guard down because I'm like, I'm not revealing anything to him. I'm not showing anything to him. I'm not even coming on to him. Right. It was our conversation. So let, me ask, let me ask you this. Do you know what your five love languages are? You know, I have to actually have that book. <laughs> and you haven't read it? <laughs> A friend of mine <laughs> Actually, a coworker gave me that book. Okay, guess, By Gary, guess is it Gary Smalley? Is. is it Gary Gary something? Is his name? It's a, like Gary a Christian Cass. author. Yes, he's oh, a yeah. Christian author. So yes. guess what, darling? 
That's your third. Stop that's reading. your third project. Okay. And from that book, I want two things. Okay. For you to get away from it. Number one, mm-hmm. what your top two love languages are. Mm-hmm. And then what comes easy for you to do to a man. Mm-hmm. Because what your love languages are that you want someone, need mm-hmm. someone to do for you, mm-hmm. is not going to be the same as in regards to what you're going to do for them. Okay. And that right there is going to be the foundation, I truly believe, besides Christ. Okay. Mm-hmm. But that right there is going to be the founda- one of the foundational blockages, I mean blocks, mm-hmm. for you to have the mm-hmm. relationship that you're yeah. truly longing for. Yes. Yeah. So we're we have three things going on right now with you. Okay. okay. Number one, mm-hmm. new job. Yes. Bless them, love them, thank them. Two, flirt. Start going out on dates. Okay. Be yourself. Mm-hmm. Work on that list that you have already developed in regards to what type of a man you believe you're going to be with. And three, mm-hmm. read that book. Okay. And then call me back and let me know. What you discovered. I will. Oh, my God. You are so fantastic. <laughs> I don't think I have ever been this this open about this um, because it mm-hmm. has really, it, I'm not going to lie, it, it has hurt me. Yeah. Um, in a lot of ways, it's kind of made, has shut me down a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. It's made me really look and question myself. Am I attractive enough? But I never stop to look. Maybe I really don't want him. Is this the type of man that you want? Because if he can, if he can, if this can happen to you, it could happen to anyone with him. Yeah. Yeah. And then honestly, at some point too, you'll get to the point with her, you'll see her in different eyes as you grow. Mm. And you'll actually have a heart that hurts for her. Because yeah. she's actually hurting, and the way that she's dressing reveals it. Mm. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Um, beautiful. Because a I true, so a true now. woman, mm-hmm. a true woman wouldn't do that. Number one, to another woman. Okay. Yes. And yes. a woman of a woman of value wouldn't dress that way. So true. And can I tell you something? She is a Christian yes. woman. That doesn't mean anything. She's darling. a member of a of a of a of a, of a, of a Christian women's group. That's okay. We're all fallen. Yeah. We're all human. Right. Okay. And yeah. we all have our problems and our issues, and they just mm-hmm. come out in different forms in different ways. Yeah. That's so true. And that's okay. That is okay. So, so is there anything a little odd about me that will value something like that? And it's almost like, why, why am I value? Why am I valuing that and saying, wow, you know? She can do that. Wow. Is it because she's young that she can do this and basically kind of get away with it? Is it it's like, wow, she can do this. Well, I think the I think the word that keeps coming back to me is wow. I would want to do it. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, she's not she's definitely not in the space for having the man of her dreams sweep her off her feet and mm-hmm. and give her a commitment so that's just she part. So she's in her own journey and her own wherever she is right now, okay? Mm-hmm. 
and that's okay. Mm-hmm. She is where she's at. Mm-hmm. What you have to look at is you right. and say, you know, bless her because what she is is mirroring back to you who you actually really don't want to be and you don't want to be objectified. Mm. And at the end mm. of the day, you really don't want your nipples showing in the whole world to see it. No. I mean, imagine what that imagine what that would do to your husband. Mm. Mm. And if you had yeah. a boyfriend, what that would do for him? Yeah. I kind of I I mean, when she came, I kind of looked at it because she wanted she wanted everybody to look at it. And I just, yeah. I mean, it's like all of a sudden, it's like my heart broke for her. I mean, I felt so bad for her. And even yeah. at the, the, even at the company picnic, I mean, gathering, I'm like, everybody is dressed down, and she comes yeah. up like this. And the thing about it, there are several women, several older women that are around her, and I keep getting this. This keeps coming back to me. They are like they're pushing. It, it, there's something that's really dark and negative about this, that they are almost like pushing her out there to be like that. Now, these are older women that are right. taking her under their wing, and this is what you're doing to her? Yeah. It's sad so, to me. So, Annette, here's yes. what I want you to do. I want you to focus on you. Yes. Because when you focus on her, mm-hmm. you're actually not allowing yourself to get in the space, to be open and available to a masculine mm. man mm. who's mm-hmm. looking and longing for a woman like you. Yes. I need to what you focus on, you create more of. Yes. 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 So you yes. have three focuses right now until we mm-hmm. speak again. Yes. Okay. And are you a Christian? Yes, I am. Then every day take it to God. Okay. Thank him for the learning lesson he has brought your way. Ask him what he still wants to reveal to you and ask him to open your eyes to see it okay. so that you can move forward and heal in ways you've never been healed before. Mm-hmm. And start doing those three things we talked about. You know, I was praying about this before I called the show. I was praying, God, you've got to show me. You've got to reveal to me. You have to help me with this. I need help with this. And that's when I called the show. And Michael said, this isn't this is an intuitive show. This isn't about reading. And I was like, okay, okay, okay. You're in. Today was your day. Today. I know today was today. There's no doubt. Today. And I have chill bumps when I said that, so I know it to be true. It is true. God and Annette, I just, I just want to let you know right now, yes. God always listens. He sometimes Amen. doesn't deliver us as fast yes. enough as we'd like him to. Amen. Amen. Okay? And sometimes <laughs> we think he's not listening, and he is. He's yes. just asking yes. us to sit still and be patient. Mm. 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 Be still and know that I am God. They still and know that I am God. Mm-hmm. Listen, you have that still small voice inside of you. Yes. Yeah. Listen, listen to it. Yes. Thank you. You're welcome. You're a beautiful soul. Thank you. Love is coming your way. You have some work to do, 
and we have begun it. Yes. I'm ready. I'm ready. It's time. It's time. Mm-hmm. So, Annette, I look forward to hearing from you and calling back I and will. hearing what has happened in your life because things Absolutely. are shifting for you. I'm happy. I am happy for it. Thank you so much. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you too, Annette. I look forward to hearing from you soon. Absolutely. Have a blessed day. Thank you, Michael. God bless you. All right. God bless, Annette. Thanks for opening up. All right. This is wonderful. That was beautiful. That takes courage. Right. Vulnerability. Um, Elizabeth, I hate to cut it short, but we got like 90 seconds left. Uh, that was beautiful. Uh, that was, I would just, you know, amen to the whole thing. I 100% agree with you. You definitely wouldn't want a man like that because just think about it. If you had a man like that, he's going to be looking at other women and cheating on you like crazy. So like you said, Elizabeth, you don't want a man like that. So, yeah. And you know what? At some point we'll talk because I know you have been married for many years. 30 years, and, yes. Um, yes, and um, you have wisdom. You have wisdom there also, Michael. So I want to just say thank you for having me. I want to say thank you for everybody who's called in. And, um, Michael, I'll let you wrap it up. Okay, thank you, Elizabeth. And Elizabeth is here every Tuesday. This is the first show of many to come. Every Tuesday, this was a fantastic way to start it off. Every Tuesday, 5 Eastern, 4 Central, 2 Pacific Time, okay? So write it down. Tell your friends. we got to wrap. We're out of time, totally out of time. All Elizabeth's contact information is right here on the show page. Link, how to contact Elizabeth, her website, Facebook, all right here so uh until next week we'll see you then and you guys who are journey of light listeners i'm gonna be live for another show if you're listening to me live here in like 90 seconds so redial though because this show will end now much love to everybody